welcome to the Stoner Den, where stoners come to smoke weed, hang out, and escape the world for a little while. Hey everybody, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Stoner Den. My name is Jess, and I am your host, Thank you so much for joining me on this 420 episode of The Stoner Den. Yes, folks, it is April. It is almost April 20th. When this comes out, it's going to be April 17th. So close enough. Let's do it. Plus, most stoners know that 420 does happen in April. So the whole month kind of becomes like a big celebration month. On this special 420 episode, I'm going to be talking all things 420. I'll tell you where 420 started, how it started, who started it, and how it has become such a unifying symbol for stoners and cannabis lovers everywhere. Also, I'm not going to be having just one hoot with you guys. I'm going to be having two hoots with you guys. Let's get super fucking baked and we'll talk about everything weedy. It's our weedy holiday. Let's just, let's just embrace it. We all love it. Let's talk about it. So I hope everybody out there is having a fabulous week, a fabulous month, fabulous day, whatever is happening in your world. Regardless what's going on, you're here, you're hanging out with me, we're going to chill for a little bit and just escape the shit show that is the human world. <laughs> it is almost April 20th. I am so excited. 420 is almost as exciting as like Christmas for some people. Especially way back when weed wasn't legal for quite a lot of us out there right now. Um, 420 meant a lot to people. And it still means a lot to people if you live somewhere where weed isn't legal. But I'm going to get into all of that for this episode. Because we're talking everything weedy. And we're just going to get into the mood and talk about weedy stuff. Let's get into the mood while we talk about weedy shit. <laughs> Typically, this is part of the episode where I would say, before we get into it, let's get into the mood, shall we? But let's just talk about 420 while we have a couple dabs or a couple bong hoots or a couple of edibles or a couple of joints, whatever you have going on, whatever your cannabis preference is, grab all your weedy shit and come hang out with me. Let's get stoned and talk about 420. Okay, so before I get dabbing, I'm going to tell you what I'm dabbing on, and then I can just dab and talk about 420, and we can just chill. We'll get the formalities out of the way. Today, I am dabbing on one where I chose it basically on the name. <laughs> this one is called Big D Energy. Yes, yes, I don't know where some of these people come up with these names, but I'm loving it because it's hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, that's why I chose this strain, because it had a funny name. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that's not generally how I pick my strains, but that's where we're going today. It's 420. Let's have fun. By the way, you're going to be hearing me say 420 a lot in this episode, so prepare yourselves. All right. Big D energy. Oh, it smells good. It's a little bit of sour, and then it has like an earthy, gassy sort of smell at the end. It's nice. It has a good smell. A little bit on the, it's kind of got like a low key scent. It's not super duper strong, but it's good. Get my handy dandy dab tool and my handy dandy bong along here. So what are we all partaking in today? 
Are you smoking on your favorite pipe? You got your favorite bong out? Got some joints rolled? Maybe some blunts? Um, what else we got? Some vapes? Got some vapors out there? Of course, our edibles crowd, you know, you don't have to be a smoker to enjoy cannabis. Um, we've got our topicals, people who use topicals. Whatever you use it for, medicinal, recreational, we're all part of the same cannabis family. So, um, yeah, everyone is welcome here in the Stoner Den. Okay, okay, I got a pretty sizable dab here. I actually record this in a closet with a lot of, like, clothing and things around me. So, generally, I have to try and torch my banger without torching all of the fabric that's surrounding me. Okay, here we go. Torch time! Alright, so what is 420? Well, 420 is kind of the official, unofficial secret code for kind of smoking weed and for stoners in general. It's been around for decades. Generally on 420, people gather to either like celebrate weed, celebrate being a stoner, hang out with all of your stoner friends. Um, It's also seen as a time when you can do like a peaceful protest or, you know, like it's kind of like a bit of civil disobedience, um, especially in places where weed obviously isn't legal yet. (laughs) Um, So usually it's seen as kind of like a little bit more accepted um, on 420 to openly smoke weed. Um, generally people gather in large groups in very public places and it's a way to show the governing bodies that there obviously is a large population that enjoys cannabis use and they obviously enjoy it responsibly. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what 420 has been kind of about. Outside of that, though, there is, you know, like 4.20 a.m. and 4.20 p.m. are kind of the unofficial official times to smoke weed. If you're hanging out with your buddies and it's 4.20, it's like, hey, man, let's have a hoot. It's 4.20. And so that has translated into April 20th being, um, you know, like a weedy holiday. It's our holiday. <laughs> so if you're a stoner, 4.20 is your holiday. Come and hang out with your stoner friends and let's celebrate everything weed. Okay, here we go, friends. It's finally dab time. Hmm, the flavor on that one's kind of different. So it's like definitely spicy. I'm really getting some spicy in there. Whew, burning in the back of my throat. Um, there's a little bit of like, I almost want to say there's a little bit of like chocolate flavor in there. I'm not sure where that's coming from. I quite like it. It is very spicy. So if you don't like things that are spicy and like give you a little bit of a burn, maybe avoid this one. But um, that's pretty enjoyable. It's totally different. Totally different than anything I've been dabbing on lately. So I like that. I like to change it up once in a while. Okay, so now that I am sufficiently stoned, don't worry, number two is coming up. I just can't do them back to back or I would like sit here and cough for an hour. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit more about 420. Where did 420 start? Well, for a really super long time, honestly, for amongst me and my stoner friends and like I worked in a head shop and, you know, I was around a lot of older stoners 
And for a long time, no one really seemed to know for sure where 420 started. Some people credited Snoop Dogg. Some people credited the Beatles. Some stories I heard said it had something to do with things in Holland. And then there was like tidbits here and there about something to do with the Grateful Dead. Um, All sorts of stories and theories have abounded about where 420 came from. And I had honestly actually not even heard the what is now the universally accepted true story um, until I started researching this episode. So that's kind of interesting that a lot of this stoner lore really hasn't come out until recently, probably because there is still such a big taboo around smoking weed. So lots of people don't want to admit to it. But this is the story we have. Way back in 1971, it all started with a group of five high school students. And they were on a quest to find a mysterious, hidden field of marijuana. Okay, it wasn't a field. Mostly what I found is that it was like one or two plants. But when you're a high school student and you're looking for free weed, it's like the holy fucking grail. (laughs) Legend even tells it that this involved a treasure map. I don't know if the treasure map situation is true, but I'm pretty positive the rest of the story is true. But I'll get to that. So this group of five wayward boys called themselves the Waldos because, this is very creative, folks, they hung out at a wall around at the back of the school. (laughs) Yes, that is why they were called the Waldos. But, I mean, let's be honest, I'm not too sure how many high schoolers could claim to be more creative than that. So the Waldos set the time every day to go look for this mysterious marijuana patch at 4.20 p.m. when they were all done school and they all had free time to go and do whatever they wanted. And so, you know, this kind of between the five of them became the code. They would be passing in the hallways and they could say, hey, 4.20, right? And they would know that that's the day when they're going to go meet up and go look for the, the weed plants. Eventually, they did give up looking and they never found these wayward weed plants. But 4.20 did become solidified amongst the five of them as the time where they would meet up and smoke some weed and chill after like a long day of school and whatever. So now you're saying, Jess, how do these five kids take this crazy idea amongst themselves and turn it into like a worldwide phenomenon? Well, it seems for that we do actually have the Grateful Dead to thank for that one. At least as far as I can tell, pretty much every account I've looked at says that the Grateful Dead were involved. I always thought that was just a bunch of bullshit. So from what I can tell, a few of the members of the Waldos were actually connected to a few of the band members in The Grateful Dead through various things. Like I read one guy's dad was a realtor for one of the band members. And then I also read that one person became a roadie for the bassist. I read another thing that said that that person was the best friend of the bassist and not the roadie. Maybe he was both. I don't know. So it does seem that there were a few connections between this group of five high schoolers and the people that eventually formed the Grateful Dead. I mean, that happens. People who are in famous bands all started out as normal human beings. So, you know, they know people. <laughs> they, they know normal people. <laughs> and obviously we have the whole, you know, like six degrees of Kevin Bacon type stuff where we are all connected to others in a weird and unimaginable way. Maybe I am connected to one of you listeners in some sort of weird way that we don't even know about, even though you might be on the other side of the world. 
Who knows? Anyways, so a writer named Steve Bloom was following the Grateful Dead when he heard the term and saw a flyer for an upcoming 420 event that they were kind of having going amongst their band and the roadies and some of the fans and stuff. I believe the flyer said something about be there at 420 to do 420-ish type things or something. I can't quite remember, but I love it. That's so stoner. So this Steve Bloom guy happened to be a writer for High Times magazine at the time. Of course, once High Times got a hold of this magical number and this magical coded time to smoke weed, well, the rest is weedy history. To some people, this story might seem a little bit too coincidental. I mean, I'm going to be honest. At first, I was like, ooh, this kind of just sounds like a story that five dudes made up to make themselves sound cool. But it seems that they actually have some receipts for their claims. Um, they have an original 420 flag from way back in the 70s. They have yearbook entries from way back in the 70s using the 420 code. And there are even dated letters going back and forth between the boys where they talk about using the term 420. So there you go. These five high school kids from San Rafael, California, going to San Rafael High School, meeting up at the Louis Pasteur statue, 4.20 p.m. to go find a mysterious weed plant. That is all where 420 started. 1971. It's crazy. It seems like it's been around forever, but I think that's just because it's become so popular and just so common amongst stoners. We all know 420. All right, before we keep going, there's not much left. I'm going to have another dab. So... If you're ready to get more stoned with me, grab your weedy shit and let's have another hoot. Oh yeah, I didn't say it before, but if you are of legal age and you live somewhere where it's legal to do so, please join me in having the things we need to say so somebody doesn't sue me. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so fucking baked when I'm done this and then I still have to edit it and upload it. Okay, friends, you ready? More torchy torchy. So this last week has been crazy for me. I hope it's been good for you guys. Um, I had two job interviews and I got the job for one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. So yeah, that is super exciting. I am very happy about that, but it has been a very stressful week. <laughs> but I am so happy with the results and I can kind of chill now, which is awesome. What is going on with all of you stoner friends? I hope everything is going great. I hope things are kind of getting back to a little bit of normal. I hope we're headed in that direction. All right, just gotta wait for the old bong along to cool off here. So back to the 420 thing. Yeah, I, I know this sounds like kind of a coincidence to some people. You're like, oh my God, like how could this have really happened? Like really, this is just all the things that came together to make 420 a thing. But I think sometimes it's just what happens when there's like a lot of people trying to do something rebellious and they band together. Hang on, dab, dab time. Oh, 
Fuck yeah. That is so good. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be so fucking bitch. Okay. Come on now. I can do it. Did anybody have another who with me? You guys with me? Come on. You can do it. Alright. Um, only if you're comfortable though. I don't want to encourage anybody to do anything they don't want to do. Okay, where were we? Yeah, I think this is kind of just something that happens. There ends up being like an agreed upon phrase, word, time, place, whatever that people use as like their code or their symbol for the rebellion. And often the symbols come from like the simplest idea or like the stupidest place. Like somebody will say cheeseburger and everyone's like, oh my God, that's fucking amazing. Let's do that. And of course, because we're all human beings, and in this case, we're all stoners, if it's easy to remember and it makes sense, the masses will usually latch onto it. It, it just kind of makes sense. And honestly, that's really what 420 has evolved into for like a lot of people, is it was a sign of rebellion. It's a day where you where you could go out and do this thing that you were told is illegal and you're not allowed to do it. And you kind of showed the squares and the straight people that it's like, hey, we can do this thing and we're not dangerous and it's okay. You know, that one day of the year where we could come out of the shadows in the back alleys, smoke out amongst the regular folks, and you could find your tribe. That was another good thing about it, you know? Like, if you're a closet smoker and you didn't have any other smoker friends, 420 is, like, totally your day to go and be with your people. I'm sure there's lots of people on 420 who leave their office jobs, ditch their suit and tie, and, you know, head out to wherever the 420 celebrations are going and smoke a big fat doobie. So that's kind of what 420 has evolved into, especially the day in particular. The time and the number itself is just kind of like associated with cannabis use. Stoners use it as like a code. That's kind of what that has turned into. But the day itself that we are celebrating, that's kind of what it's become. Most cities out there now even have some kind of celebration type event, usually in like their main square or a large park. If it's somewhere where weed is illegal, um, like I said earlier, it's a sign kind of like of, of a peaceful protest. Usually it's peaceful, hopefully, fingers crossed. And if it's happening in a place where weed is now legal, it is like a big celebration and it's kind of a big holiday. It's a monumentous occasion when we can say, hey, we are now allowed to do these things and not be afraid of being arrested. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Who knows? Ten years from now, we could all have family gatherings for 420, you know? Like, right along with Easter and Thanksgiving. It could happen. I know there are lots of families that already do that, but there will be lots more people who want to do that. 420 can also be seen referenced in so many places before and now. There are tons of movies and TV shows where in the background you'll see the number 420, a clock will be set to 420, calendar says 420, something will have 420 in the background somehow. Um, Rocco's Modern Life had a clock set to 420, and I'm pretty sure that most of the scenes in Pulp Fiction have a clock set to 420, if not all of them, so (laughs) yeah. 
And this isn't really associated directly with 420, but Douglas Adams, the writer of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, did write in the book that 42 is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. 42 is pretty close to 420, and I think there would be a lot of stoners out there that would argue that weed really is the answer to the ultimate question. <laughs> I even remember when I first started smoking, I had like just a really small group of friends that were also stoners, and so it was kind of hard. My family didn't really know about it, or if they did, they wouldn't have approved of it. And a lot of my other normal friends, quote-unquote normal friends, <laughs> didn't really get it either. They weren't stoners. And this was back, like, you know, like maybe 15-ish years ago. So it was still seen as quite taboo, and it was illegal. So a lot of people were like, oh, you know, I don't want to mess with that stuff. So it was hard. It was hard to be somebody who enjoyed weed and have friends who didn't. <laughs> um... So when I got to experience my very first 420, it was awesome. It was the best experience ever. There were so many people out there smoking weed. Um, I am originally from Edmonton, so I got to experience 420 at the legislature grounds in Edmonton. And it was amazing. It was packed. There's people everywhere just hanging out, having a great time, talking about weed. You could smell weed everywhere. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. And then of course, right as the clock hit 420, there was just clouds everywhere. The whole place just became so hazy. It was amazing. And the best part of it for me was that I realized I actually had this huge family of pot smokers to hang out with that would relate to me. And, you know, it made me feel a little bit less weird about enjoying weed. And I just felt better about being a stoner. And it was like, hey, I'm not alone. And this isn't a terrible thing. So that's great. Like I mentioned in my Be Your Weird Ass Self episode, even now with weed being legalized in more and more places, there is still such a huge stigma around being a pot smoker. I think especially amongst a certain age group, uh, you know, like the older people, where for pretty much their whole lives, they were told that weed is this really, really bad thing. Like that whole reefer madness situation was real. <laughs> and so I think that is really what 420 has become for a lot of people. It's a sign and a symbol for pot smokers that it's like, hey, your tribe is out there. There's lots of people out there who are with you. We stand with you. We stand together. We're fighting this fight. And it seems we're winning. Weed has become legal in so many more places now. It's illegal all across Canada. There are more and more states who are legalizing it, either medicinally or recreationally, is, I think, the ultimate goal. Um, I know New Jersey is one that just got legalized within the last week. Um, I know there was another one. I don't want to say Arizona, but I just said Arizona. I can't remember what the other one was. It was New Jersey, and I'm pretty sure there was another one. So I, I just think that is a sign of the times. That is where it's eventually going to go. 
I remember having conversations with people years and years and years ago. And I was like, yeah, you know, weed is, I totally think weed is going to become legal in my lifetime and it's going to be great. And so many people were like, no, no way. It's never going to become legal. The government won't allow that. All this other yada, 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 whatever, right? But here we are. Here we are with legal weed in Canada and lots of other places. And it's becoming more popular everywhere. And I really think that 420 and all the events that surround 420 and just how ubiquitous it has become with cannabis and cannabis smokers has really helped move things along in terms of legalization and just the peaceful protests that people would put on every single year. It was like a planned thing. You just knew it was going to happen and you went and did it. So for anyone that has never been to a 420 celebration, Obviously, when this whole pandemic situation is over, um, not before, I do not encourage anyone to go out and party right now at all. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> but after that's all done, if you've never been to a 420 celebration, go, go enjoy it. Um, as long as you live somewhere where it's safe to be a stoner. I know there are some places in the world where it's not necessarily safe yet. So please, um, I don't encourage anyone to put themselves into danger. But if you live somewhere where it's cool to smoke weed, whether it's legal or not, because some places where it's not legal, you can get away with it on 420, then, you know, go hang out with your stoner friends and go see what it's like. I have always enjoyed it. I thought it's a good time. Okay, stoner friends, that is everything I have for you for this episode. I am going to be uploading a surprise 420 episode on 420 where I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to have a hoot with you guys. I'm not really going to talk about anything specific. It's going to be super, super quick. But just to hang out with you guys, have a hoot, say happy 420. And um, yeah, so I think that's it. I hope you enjoy your week. I hope you enjoy your day. Happy 420, everybody. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.